That's right, you got the Friday song. <laughs> First time in a couple of weeks. Did anybody just, because we were off last week, like flip on, open YouTube or whatever they listen to and, and play this? No, I slept till one. On last, oh, that's right. That's I sure right. did. Can't say that I did. Uh, good morning. It's seven oh four here in uh in, in studio time on Friday, June fifth. Thank you for joining us. We are back, and uh, a heads up, because um, when there's no new content, people get out of their habits. Uh, there will be another one of these at the end of this month as well, and then the end of July. Sorry about that, but um, make sure to come back because we will uh, crank out new content once we uh, once we get back in the in the roll of things. Good morning, it's Floyd and Bethany Friday. Hi, and I'm going to start us off right. <sighs> Excuse me, that would be blowing my nose. Do you have a cold? Do you have a cold or just uh, early morning nonsense? Uh, on early morning nonsense. And honestly, I think I have adult allergies. <laughs> I'm, and I, I think I told this to you when we first started. I never have allergies, but now I wake up stuffy, muffy, pop my Allegra. By 1.30, I'm good to go. So probably you're just early morning icky poos. Same with me. Remember the eye thing I was chasing at the end of last year? Mm-hmm. It it was allergies and stuff. And yesterday there was all this white tree stuff floating in pollen or whatever. And that's called cottonwood. Thank you. Or as my, or as my nephew calls it, summer snow. Summer snow. <laughs> I'm like, oh boy. Beth, Bethany, is that an allergen? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, like I I had that stabbing feeling in my left eye yesterday. Hold on, I have to grab a, a piece of paper here so I can make sure I note down what we talk about today. Um, so it, I want to start somewhat serious and then get back to like our normal fun content. Um, it's okay. like it's like the first time in two months where we don't have to do COVID or uh, or or protest stuff. I mean, there's a little couple of little things floating out. Um, but Praise. there's fun things to get to. And then the end, I have like a super serious question to ask bo- both of you. And then Floyd, maybe an extra one, but maybe I'll save that for next week. So first things first, Bethany. Yes. Do you and I have a problem? Do we have to meet in the street corner? Do we need mediation? No. Okay. What? Because... I, 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 Bethany texted last night, and I realized why you did, because we were off last week, and, you know, you just want to check, and uh, she said, podcast tomorrow, 7. I said, of course, boop talk. Oh. (laughs) And then Bethany, who has been, look, I get it, you're pregnant and busy and out of your, out of sorts from not being at work, so I I, I get it, Um, but Floyd, she said, is that all I'm good for anymore? And then I questioned why she didn't invite me over while I was off last week. So I just wanted to make sure that that my pocket-sized friend and I are good. No, we good. Okay. Invite me over. I'd like to see Gus and Josh. Um, there's okay. a second one. He doesn't acknowledge him. Tucker Life's Matter. How dare you? Yeah. You're right. You're right. He doesn't like me. And I'm fine with that. 
Well, he was can... that your serious conversation? Yeah. Does she yeah. like? Do, do Bethy and I have have to talk it out, yo? We gotta oh, hug it we out. We have two different ideas of serious conversations. Sorry. All right. Well, I will get. Su- I have a super. The super serious question is super serious. Um, but that's that's later on. We'll do fun stuff. Uh, first, a, a quick story, and then I need. This is like total morning reboot topic stuff to get to. Um, and I want your opinions. But first. So there is a Floyd. I don't know if I've mentioned this before because it only happened twice, but there is a dog that I occasionally see in my neighborhood. And he's a big dog, like Great Dane, like not that big, but big. And he's out. Steal him so I can have him. I would love. I would love to. He's got to be eighty or ninety pounds. He's a big brown dog. I've when I saw him once. I'm always hesitant to call LC four. I I just maybe I'm. I'm just too reluctant or I have a good vibe that's like, that looks like a someone's dog that has just gotten out. Right. So, so I've seen this guy twice. Yesterday I'm walking the dogs and I see another dog walker. Um, she's an Asian lady with a little dog that barks at Diddy and Andre and she, doesn't, she didn't speak much English apparently. She walked up to the other side of the street in a weird spot. And I, as I get past her, she's like, big dog, big dog over there. That's all she kept saying. Yes, big dog. I big dog. I scared. So her her English is broken, but I got it. And I saw right. it. It's this dog out again. So I go. I drop the. Every time I've seen him before, when I have the dogs, that dog will look at me. When it's just me, and I even if we're like fifty yards away, and I try to move towards him, he darts off. He looks very mm-hmm. skittish oh. for a big dog. So I drop the dogs off inside. I go get treats and, and, and maybe try to, you know, look for this guy. Because he's always running in this, the same kind of area. Or he, he runs back to the same area. I walk, with a familiar area, if that's where he's staying. Right. Uh, like, he was, he, I, my, I, my intuition was right. He was not some chaotic stray. Okay. But somebody's dog keeps getting out. So I go over to where he runs to, which is not, not far from me at all. And I, I see someone in their car. And I said, you don't live here, do you? And the woman said, yeah, we, yeah, we do. And I said, there's a dog. She's like, oh, that's Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's our baby. He Hold does on. nothing. <laughs> it, it gets better. It's not their dog, but they do live a couple of doors away. So apparently, I think I got this right. Zeus's back area or yard may or may not be fenced in. And Zeus doesn't like to be on a leash. She's like, he's totally harmless. Um, I said, yeah, he seems a little skittish when I try to, to help him out. She's like, don't worry about it. He's very obedient. If you see him out, just say, Zeus, go home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he'll go home. That's um, funny. Well, I wish I could have, like, I wish we can get to the to the future point where I can replay what my eyes have seen, like what we do with camera phones. Because uh-huh. to see this woman say, just say Zeus go home was was perplexing in so many other things. Because <laughs> she's probably yelled it before, like, Zeus, go home. She, uh, a friend of mine brought up, though, that uh, if he keeps getting out, the wrong neighbor might not know what's exactly. going on and call LC4. Yeah. So, uh, if and then he, they're going to be in big trouble. Yeah. It, it, this has been three times in like a year. Zeus. And all I imagine is like Zeus just sitting out back, not fenced in, and maybe there's a squirrel he sees, but it's it it's something to see. And then to link it up with Zeus go home, 
I I just had to shake my head and go. It, it, I'm following it under 2020's weirdness. That's funny. Oh, 2020 has been a year, hasn't it? Oh, Lord. Hey, I, uh, I, you, has your migraine gone away? Um, it's better than yesterday. It's still like a little pain behind my eye. Okay. I texted Matt, um, about your medication recall to get some info. I read up on a little bit and it uses all the words like extreme caution, slightly higher than recommended FDA levels. I, I hope you're not worrying. I don't think you have any, anything to worry about. So how are you feeling about that? I ain't worried about shit. Okay. <laughs> like when she told me, I was like, I'm really not. Like when she told me, I go, oh, that's cool. Okay. Out. <laughs> I was like, Good. whatever. Like, honestly, I, I'm not a worrier. Like when, here's the thing. I got methophilioma. I don't know how to say it right. <laughs> yes! I got it. Because as soon as you tweeted it out last night, I wanted to say, like, Floyd, in 20 years, you're going to be the person watching those Judge Judy. Do you I, have I mesothelioma say, commercials? I will say, like, my Facebook and Twitter status yesterday was hilarious. It got a lot of laughs. Like, I was like, so come to find out why I'm not feeling good is because two of my medications have been recalled. On the plus side, in 20 years, can I get, do I get a compensation? While yeah. watching the prices, right? <laughs> I was like, but yeah, um, I'm not too worried, but it makes a lot of sense. So like, so now we're we're not on that. She told me to keep taking it because I guess the recall is because it's spiking sugar levels, and my sugar levels have been between have been between 150 and 90, which is target range and perfect for my weight range. So. She told me to just keep taking them, and if I see a spike, to stop. So I was like, all right, so I'm going to check my blood sugar after the show. Um, although she did take my high my blood pressure pill bottle away from me. She's like, we will figure out something else on this one. And I go, okay. So I think she's more concerned about that one than the metformin. Okay, good. Um, and I'll, maybe Matt will have some insight on this. Often when these things happen, it's – I hate to make the grisly example of like uh, car recalls. Like one thing happened, and sometimes, it's, sadly, it's it's a death. But it's out of like extreme caution, and I don't think the chances of things happening are actually that bad. So, but I'm I'm glad I'm you're not good. okay. I'm glad you're not super worried about it. No. Um. Let me. I have uh, pre- more pressing things in the world to worry about. Uh, before we get to the, this little thing where I would, I want your guys' in, input on, Floyd, uh, a friend of mine, who was it? Somebody asked me the other day, uh, we were talking about you being back to work and blah, 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 and they had asked about uh, you working at the Hamburger Mary's up in Michigan when you were invited. That's right. So uh, they, if you could throw an update out on that. I know Michigan is much more closed than we are, So, but people have wanted to know. They're not that closed come Monday. Miss Gretchen caved in. Um, but yeah, I am the official host and MC of the Hamburger Marys, and it'll be in Gippsland, Michigan. So it'll be, it's, I think it's going to be considered like the campus Hamburger Marys, just because U of M's right there. No, that's, so, um, that's Eastern. Um, Michigan University, University of Michigan, U of M. That's Ann Arbor. Gippsland is literally like mommy to Toledo. Just so you know. I know, but in Ypsilanti is where Eastern Michigan is. Yeah. Yeah, but they're gonna cause they're gonna cater it towards University of Michigan. I, I just don't want you to go to the wrong school. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not gonna go up. I pay me. I'm up there to talk be a drag queen. I so know. I, don't I know. But I know. um, anyway, so 
I will be one of the hosts there, and I know that I will be for sure their brunch host on Saturday, Sunday morning, and then I will be there, I believe, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday evening. So they got the go-ahead. I prematurely announced it before everyone, but they were mad at me for like an hour and then got over it. But <laughs> which is my fault. <laughs> is, there I mean, a, is there a timeline? Um, not till fall. So the, the go ahead, because I've known since January, uh, the plan was to have a soft opening by beginning of summer. Obviously, that's not happening. So once like COVID started like manifesting in America, they're like, well, we'll do a soft opening. We'll, we'll do it like at the end of summer, like do a, like a closing of summer party. Well, you know, Michigan kind of was just like, stop, you can't open anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now they're pushing for like fall, but I know they just, They've been renovating the building that they've had. So I know the owner, um, I'll say her state's name, Chanel and her partner, um, they're using this time wisely, kind of how what George did with when we got shut down, used it to renovate the bar. I know Wesley's in um, Ottawa Tavern did the same thing. So she's using their, their sorry, pronoun, using their time wisely and trying to make the best atmosphere possible. So I know it's, pushing for fall but knowing the way everything has been going i would say maybe late fall early winter either way it's still a go but everything's being pushed back as with anything else that's being launched in 2020 like movies keep getting pushed back so good um they kept using percentages during wine with the wine i gotta think after june 10th hits june 10th hits here uh we will be at like 99.7 percent Open zoos, museums, um, indoor recreation places, ice skating rinks. Bethany, does any of this affect uh, TSA? Uh, how do graduations go with the kids? Uh, no, we we did a lot of. Um, well, we're two down, one to go with graduations. So they did a. We videotaped them walking across the stage at TSA individually. Um, and then we videotaped them. The administration divided them up and delivered the diplomas to the houses mm-hmm. for the families. Recorded all of that. And so on June 15th, I think it is, at the Sundance Drive-In, we're going to um, have like the final part of graduation. And it will be showing that video of everyone graduating and getting their diplomas and the oh that's cool messages from people yeah so that'll be like the culminating event I love this, and I, I was talking to Steve Taylor the other day. We had a, we, were, we were doing a station promotion with him, and I had asked him or, or, or thanked him for doing what he did. I don't know if you guys have driven by. Bethany, maybe you have. Uh, the Kia dealership on 475, uh, instead of Donnie P telling you to come buy a car, it's a rotation of all the graduating seniors from Sylvania, Northview and Southview. And uh, I'm pretty sure in 2019 or 2007, that wasn't happening. So as we've, we've all said all along, it's, you're not going to graduate normally, but you're going to graduate more memorably than others. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I so, said to a three-hour you... ceremony. I was ready to go home after 30 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Bethany, any, has there been any other discussion or early preparations? Because it will be here before we know it for getting back to in-school teaching come this august for tsa oh yeah they've 
they've been going back and forth. They they kind of have to wait for word from the state as far as what the guidelines are going to be. But um, I know that event, like our first Fridays and our regular events are all kind of up in the air based on if guests can be in the building um, and that kind of thing. So it, it's all still in discussion, but it's definitely happening. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going to be as drastic or rigidive or restrictive as some people suspect where some people have looked at, I think, the CDC guidelines. And they're like, if that's the case, you can only have six kids in a classroom. I don't know if it's going to be that bad, that, that, that restrictive. But we'll see. Yeah, I think we just have to see what happens this summer, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Floyd, did you see who got out, uh, in addition to Zeus getting out, did you see the other animal that was on the streets yesterday? When there are three? There might have, I saw at least, there was two, there were, yes, there was a donkey as well. Is that what you're thinking? What? Oh, Bethany. Welcome to <laughs> Real Life Jumanji. <laughs> well, Foot, I did bring him up on, I, yeah, and I say him, I did bring him up on Wednesday with the horse dying, right? And then the the other two animals were like, hold my beer. Right. We're about to get free, too. Go ahead. Tell, <laughs> t- tell the story out. So I believe, via my social media outlets, and I swear to you, when I say this, Bethany, it sounds like a Bible story, but I promise you it's not. <laughs> a camel and a zebra, and I believe a donkey, were running rampant around Toledo. I didn't see the zebra. I didn't see the zebra, but. It was a zebra as well. Okay. This is this is not weird. Like I thought we moved past the Oh my god, only in Toledo. Uh people know this camel is well known. I, I think it's West Toledo. His name is Scooby. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Back up. I'm gonna text you this while you while you talk. Before we get some Tiger King stuff up in here. Yeah. Who who owns a camel? I don't know, but people know this uh, this this guy, this camel. And I was telling an out of town friend uh, about Scooby yesterday, and she's like, "Is that someone's pet?" I said, "It could be someone's partner. I really don't know." But <laughs> I just sent you the picture, so um, enjoy enjoy that, Bethany. But yeah, Scooby is is kind of well known. Okay, and what about the oh, zebra? Hold on. Hold on. There's a camel, a donkey, and a zebra on the loose in Toledo. I'm reading like the uh, the story. They're like the zebra has been caught, but the camel and the donkey, known as Lulu, <laughs> are literally they were they're strolling together down Central Avenue. Yeah, or that's whatever us- street this is. Yeah, usually the area where where Scooby gets out and begins to roam. roam. Yeah, people people know him. That's fun. And they're just walking they all, next to each other. Do they come from the same home? Probably. Are they siblings? Yeah. Yeah, they caught the zebra wide right. I'm reading with my friend Emma's, not from WTL, another friend. Yeah, the zebra got caught right away, but Lulu and Scoob are just strolling down Central Avenue. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Did did you have did, did you see the picture, Bethany? I can't, I can't open it cuz the clean feed's running. Got and it. If I move it, I will leave. Okay. 
All right, those were the big things to tap into. Um, unless anybody else has anything like with the openings or, or thoughts with that, um, and we'll get to the. This isn't the serious thing, but this is the. This would be it. We would get a shit ton of calls about this story. So, are you ready? I'm ready. I have a friend, and this is all, this is all real. She said I could talk about it. I'm just not going to use, na- use names. So, I have a friend that does some. Um, part-time bartending, you know, like a lot of people do. They've got their regular job, but then they go bartend. And I've never even heard of the place that she works at. But like any, probably hall in the wall or whatever, they've got regulars. And some of these regulars are, you know, you, you get close to them or not weird or anything like that, but you just get to know them. Like a lot of people saw their regulars yeah. when, when indoor dining opened up. You know, a lot of my bartending friends or, or serving friends were like, yeah, the, the people that I expected to come back were right there and tipped well and it was great to see them. So lo- longer story, long story, medium. Mm-hmm. He gave her $400 in Victoria's Secret lingerie. Oh, sorry, what? And... She said, you know, it's not a big deal. He does this for all the girls as a devoted regular. And I said, that's a kind gesture. And I'm certainly one to do that. Um, But perhaps Target gift cards or Starbucks gift cards might have been more appropriate. I, I suggested that she not accept this because that is like an intimate gift I mean, a gift card would have been more appropriate, but apparently he did purchase these items. And and with how skittish women are with men approaching them these days, um, I I wouldn't. I suggested that she not take it. So th- that's the story. Uh, although a good jester, um, I think when you do give a woman intimate, you're sexualizing them. And Victoria's Secrets is that store that's like it's. It's a step above Cirilla's. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Cirilla's legit. Yeah. You could, it, it's a step above Cirilla's. Like, it's classy Cirilla's. Like, it's lingerie. Look at the Victoria's Secret fashion show. I don't even have to explain it. It got canceled because it sexualized women and all this stuff. Um, Although a good gesture, I would be taken back because not only did you buy me this lingerie, but I'm sure when you bought this, you imagined myself in it. So, it's a hard pass for me, bruh. You could just give me a, a a Starbucks gift card would work, or or because you're I'm a bartender, you could just tip me with money, and I could use the money with what I want. I'm gonna read the exact text so I don't I don't get any of this incorrect. One of the regulars at Blank ordered me four hundred and sixteen dollars worth of Victoria's Secret stuff last night. Apparently, he does it for all the girls. I was standing there with the owner, and she said, "No one really, no, he really does it all the time. Just let him order it." And I said, "And then do what with it?" Just keep it. He doesn't ask for anything in return. Just good bar service and conversation. He gets his rocks off. No, 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 no. Absolutely. Absolutely. I. I get. How would you feel? I'll ask you. How would you feel? Like as as a woman, like I can sit here and have my opinion, but like. I'm taken back, but like I want to know how a, a, a genuine woman would feel. Like, ugh. I would say I appreciate the gesture. However, I will absolutely not take that because it's inappropriate. Point blank. Like, end of story. There. And I get that he's a regular, and you don't you don't want to piss those people off. But the fact that the owner was like, just take it. 
absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you, you need to have a conversation with him and say, you know, we appreciate that, that you want to tip and that you want to, you know, go above and beyond, but this is an inappropriate gift. And we, I can't allow my girls to accept it. Like that's all you have to do. Yeah, you're right. The, the, the owner, manager, and, and I get it. Times are tough. Businesses are desperate to try and stay open. Um, but yeah, Lewis said he doesn't it made me anything. uncomfortable to hear this story. He buys yeah, Christmas no stuff way. for all the girls and birthday stuff. And we'll come in. I, I, you, you got, I think we've discussed before that I have, uh, you know, if there's somebody I'm interested in, I will, I, it's easy to find where you work and I've sent flowers and I've been told from some good friends who, um, I, whose opinions I trust are like, yeah, that's, that's just a no go. That's a, that's a non-starter these days because there's too many creeps out there. Um, Me. and I get that. Um, <laughs> I wonder how this person and others would think about this. Cause it, it, okay, feel, so- it feels like because of it's, it's lingerie and like, I think Bethany, you said, or Floyd, you said envisioning the girl or girls in it. It just opens the door too wide for, for where things can get too wrong. So I have a question. So I think you may have touched on it earlier, or maybe I heard something I didn't. Does he order it while they're there? Like, is he just like, hey, I don't, I don't we'll, think so. we'll call her, we'll call her Lisa. Like, hey, Lisa, I, I want to shower you with these. It's very pretty woman esque. It's very minus the glitz and glamour and Julia Roberts' big teeth. Like, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't accept it. I get the gesture behind it maybe he's a little older maybe lonely this is what he just does yeah but i just think it's it's too much of a i'll take off the creepy factor like maybe he's just being a genuinely nice caring man but the climate is so hot with everything going on with the battle of the sexes we'll put it that way that i would for 418 dollars, you could just tip me that and just be like and, and be just a dirty old creep at a bar, like buy yourself something good with that, honey. Like I understand that because that's creepy ass bar talk. But like when you're like, "Hey, I bought you four hundred eighteen dollars," I'm like, "Ooh, of what lingerie?" I'm like, "Oh, don't do that, Kyle." And no. Like what Bethany, like what Bethany said, maybe the manager says, "You know, there are some other gifts that gift cards work." Because <laughs> what's yeah, going to happen? Yeah, the problem if, is. Oh, sorry. I was going to say what's going to happen is it's going to be. See, he is good, but like you're gonna get that one person like, oh, you can shower them with lingerie. Hey, babe, here I am sitting in my car with my full on hard on dick out. Like you know what I mean? Like, oh no! Like you're gonna get those people who're gonna mistake that kindness for like pervertedness. All right, yeah. but go, Bethany. Right, or he's gonna give it to the wrong person and get in trouble. And yep. there's have apparently, if he's done it for other people, there have been several opportunities for education. And that—that's the most important thing—is that you make sure that he understands it's not appropriate because he probably I'm, doesn't mean anything by it. But then you need to tell him that it's not appropriate. I'm with Bethany. I think the manager should nip this in the bud right away. Uh, like Beth- I think she should step up and be like, "Hey, it was a good run, but you know what? <laughs> some of the girls, and like you know, some you know what? Some of the girls are married. Some of the girls are mothers. You know what I mean? Like this is a place of business." Not anymore. If you want to give shower them with gifts, tip them. Tip the, you're right. you're at a bar. Tip money. 
I want to I want to add another element to this that Flo, you just alluded to, and Bethany, you can use Josh as the, as the example. How might your significant other feel about this? Oh my God, that would not go over. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like Bethany, maybe there's somebody that really enjoys you on the podcast and loves that you, what you do for the kids at TSA, and they send you this. Um, yeah, that, that's the other element. Uh, you've got to consider the other person in your life. Yeah, that that I mean, that's that's where you get things. That's that's where things can get like a little ugly in the other direction. Like this guy now all of a sudden is he goes to the bar to see his girl, and then all of a sudden that regular is there, and then maybe things get a little weird. That's how right. people well, end up on Maury taking lie detector tests. Nope. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? If you tell him it's not appropriate, and and he can gift in other ways. If he gets mad and defiant about it, that's a problem. If he's like, it, oh, you know, and and moves on, then you know it was harmless. And it's not his fault. No one's told him no yet. Like Bethany said, right. there's been many opportunities to educate this man or just stop him. So, like, I am team panty giver until someone tells him to stop. Like, no one has visibly said stop. Like, the quote words from the manager was, he does this to all the girls. Well, guess what? I'm not going to be one of those girls. He needs to knock this blank off. Right. So someone yeah. has to tell him. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to jump down his throat. I'm really not because no one's told him no. It's like uh, uh maybe a, a kind of a, a an example that fits the times. Someone who is older and set with some older ways of maybe like mistreating a little misogyny some vocabulary that doesn't fit anymore just because they've always done it doesn't mean it's right now so and right. you don't have to go look you're a womanizing racist because maybe their intent isn't so evil like some of the people i didn't even get recently. that from the story no no no. I, I i know but like and not that he's that i'm sim- simply saying that He's just, that's what he is. And you got to let somebody know. It's like, hey, this isn't, this isn't appropriate anymore. We appreciate the gesture. And so, um, do you want to do the super serious stuff now? We can. Okay. Um, so I heard this yesterday and everybody's up to speed with all the Drew Brees stuff, right? I read it, but I was like, okay. So I'll give you that backstory super quickly. He is a a great humanitarian and representative of the NFL. And uh, he said in the past he doesn't agree with anybody that disrespects the flag. And he reiterated that the other day in an interview. So, and that was the headline. And it should be the headline. Everything sandwiched in and around that was him talking about being a good ally, uniting, listening. But he still didn't recognize the that... The kneeling part. He didn't understand that. Yeah, there was no intended disrespect there. It was trying to get a point across in, in, in with that platform being the most effective. Like he didn't, he didn't get it, he, and it, it was it was troubling. And he's he's now apologized twice. He had a long ass Instagram post, and then he did a video last night where he was just like, "What else can I say?" Because he has gotten eviscerated, and I get it. I think he's a good person. Um, he, he's not some kind of closet racist. I believe all of his good humanitarian, like he committed himself 
to the New Orleans Saints and the entire community after Katrina. I mean, he will never pay for anything in that city ever again. I just simply call him dense for one, not recognizing what New Orleans, of a predominantly black city, people are going through, and all the players he's played with over the years. Like he, the message, just didn't land on him well, and he talked about in this interview what the flag means to him about. You know, when when the anthem plays, he thinks of his two grandfathers who fought and blow, all the, the stuff we've heard before. And they asked the show on the sports show that I listened to, and I think everybody's answer is going to be different, and I wanted to throw it out for our discussion. And Floyd, I'd like you to go first. And th- this is a deep question, and, and if you guys want to think about it, and I'll, I'll say what I think, that's fine. Floyd, what does the flag mean to you? What do you think when you see the flag? <laughs> All right. So I <laughs> this is a funny story because um funny question because I actually had this conversation recently with a friend. Um growing up, I'm a military kid. Dad was in the army. I think he went to a certain war. I'm not even gonna say for sure. But I feel like he was gone for a minute. Maybe golf war or something like that. Anyways, um growing up the flag always meant like honor. Like I was it was it was sweet. Like, it was always around my house. My dad had his uniform, and the flag was on it. We had a flag hanging on our front porch. Um, it was it was American. It was like, yeah, this is my country. Fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was so strong that, like, if it was to stay the way it was, I'd probably be, like, a black Republican. Like, it was, for me, it was just, like, it was a symbol of my father. It was, like, Wow, my dad does some great stuff. Like we grew up on an army base. Like it was, we were just surrounded by army, like guns, blah blah blah, tanks, whatever. I was like legit, I was that kid. Um, growing as I got older, and I will speak for my adult stuff because I can form my own opinions and not just see a symbol and be like, "That's cool," like a seven-year-old. Uh, I go back and forth on how I feel about the flag because. You see so much with the flag. And the flag can change very... And I think the flag can change interpretations for anyone depending on what era it is. It is. I'll say for this area, I associate the flag with hate. Um, just look at look at the world and what we're going through. Every person who's who yells All Lives Matter has the American flag. Um, in the Black Lives Matter protest, peaceful protest, there wasn't one American flag. So th- that tells you the climate of how most of us feel about the flag. Um, today, I, I, the flag for me is a symbol of hate because people hide behind it. It's like the Bible. Like anytime someone argues about something, they're like, my God, my guns, my country. And it's always these people who are willing to spew the N-word or call someone of a Native American descent something else. It's, it, And I hate it because like I do love this country. I love this country. My mom... And still to my mom and my sister and I, that this country, we have great opportunities here. No matter what we go through as citizens, America is that country where people are literally trying to run and find a way to get here. Like, as much shit as we're going through right now, there's probably some Middle Eastern refugee boarding a plane, boarding a boat to get here. So, for me, I go back and forth, but, like, as of now... I hate to say it, like for me, it's just, it, it, it's a it's a painful symbol because yeah. they're just hiding behind it, and I, and I know not everyone 
thinks that way. And it's not like I go, I drive down the street and see someone with American flag. I'm like, oh, fucking racist. I don't think that way. But it's just when you look at the pro- perfect example, the people who were protesting the mask ban, the, wearing the mask, like they were on the Capitol with their red, white, and blue flags and their semi-automatic rifles. And I'm like, what does this have to do with this? Like, what? It, it means nothing. And they're like, they're literally yelling and cussing at cops and asking for the hanging of like governors and mayors and public officials while hiding behind this symbol of freedom. Like, that's what the flag is supposed to be. Like, when I see the flag as a black African American Negro man, I should be like, damn. I'm happy I'm in this country. I should look at that flag and be ready to salute it and think of a bald eagle soaring through the sky with his wings spread, just being free. I don't feel that. I'm sorry I'm going to get emotional for a little bit. I don't feel that. And, I, and it sucks that I wake up, I have a job, I pay taxes, I have a car with an Ohio license plate, um, my birth certificate says Texas, USA, but... To think that I'm a second-rate person because someone is hiding behind this flag because because it's their God-given right. Like So I just, right now, in my mindset and everything going on with the world, to answer your question, I'll wrap up. I, I symbolize it with ignorance, and that's not the flag I'm saying is ignorance. Okay. The people holding it. The As you described yourself as a black man, you shouldn't, and you, you just said it, I'm just going to, correct your word I, I think and I appreciate everything you said and everyone's answer is going to be different that's why I wanted to bring it up but as a black man you should not see freedom because it's it's been the antithesis of that as we've as many have learned over the last 10 days but but um, I, let me let me elaborate on that it's not correcting I still see it as freedom I am an army brat like I was raised to think the flag is the flag is higher than anything in the world like that is what we salute that is what we praise that is when we see that symbol. The flag is supposed to represent freedom. It says equality and justice for all. It is literally in our like saying of like the uh, Constitution, the pledge like for all. It doesn't say for all except those black people, for all except those Native Americans, for all except the Asians, for all except the gays. It says for all. All men are created equal like it is written in our bylaws of this country so when i see that flag i should feel pride i should feel freedom but guess what i don't i don't okay Sorry. yeah there it is um bethany your turn what is it when you look at the flag when you see it what what do, what do you think what goes through your head how do you feel um i completely agree with floyd that people hide behind the flag um i see the flag as a symbol of our country and freedom. And I think that disrespecting the flag is when you oppress groups and you are racist and you are um, you just... Shut up, Tucker. It's not like... Disrespecting the flag is not kneeling during the national anthem. Disrespecting the flag is disrespecting your fellow Americans. That that's disrespecting the flag to me. It's not you know, when when you're running through the street with a flag saying that 
you disagree with people being able to live lives the way that they want to, like that's disrespecting the flag to me. It's, it's not about, you know, people trying to peacefully protest, which you didn't listen to them now. And now we're where we are. Or you didn't listen to them then I should say. And now we've escalated it to this point. Like people were trying to get your attention in a peaceful way that was meaningful because they were saying, let's take a moment to listen to the words of this national anthem and look at this flag and be self-aware of the fact that we're not treating our fellow Americans the correct way. And we didn't do enough and we didn't listen and people scrutinized it for the wrong reason. Bethany, let me hop in real fast to add to that point. Uh, I heard the other day from a couple of people, peaceful protest has never worked. You, you can't think of one where it has for almost anybody. That's why things get rowdy. And to wrap that point up, and I'll let you continue. I think I saw a tweet last night that said, um, the Civil Rights Act and things like that kicked into high gear right after Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. What would things be like had he not been assassinated? Would we have waited another 20 years for... Any further equality? Right, probably. I absolutely agree. And, you know, it's it's sad that things have to escalate, but if that's how you're get people going to get people riled up enough to act, then this is where we are. Look, we, th- we, but, th- we threw tea over, bo- over ships to get our independence. We weren't like, hey, Britain, can we kind of have our own thing? That didn't work. Yeah, like freedom doesn't happen from a card game of Uno. Like I, 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 that's going I on your to, grave. Like I had, to, like I'm sorry to cut you off. Bethany. No, I had to, I had to, and I hate this thing. Like I had to human explain. We'll put it that way, not mansplain or woman explain. I had to human explain to someone, and they deleted me. I don't care. Vamanos. Bye bye. I mean, well, whatever that means. Goodbye. Good day. Viva forever. Um, but like, I had, like it's not a card game of Uno, and it's like you can't draw four. And then once you yell Uno and put your card down on the pile, I have rights. It doesn't work that way. It's I'm so tired of people, y'all. Oh, and yeah, I, that's, I just, sorry. <laughs> so no, no, this is so the argument. Sorry, there was a point to it, and I got sidetracked. So me and my friend, who is now deleted, I it's fine what it is. He deleted me. I was I can have a conversation. They can't. That shows his character, not mine. So I I legit was just talking. And I was just like, you know, there's no, because he was talking about the flag and this was our conversation. And he was like, you know, when people burn the flag, it just, it just irks the hell out of me. And that is our symbol of our country. You're defacing the flag. I go, you're also defacing the flag when you hold it in the air and you, you're holding a Hal Hitler sign. Like when you're saluting white power, like, do you know that salute killed over so many Jewish people? Like, we actually went to war to defend those people, and here you are holding the flag, doing a, a Hitler sign, and wearing a swastika. Like, that's no, that's more, I think that's more disrespectful to the flag than someone burning it. You want to know why? Exactly. Because that flag, that flag is a symbol of freedom for many of us here. Like, you know how many Jewish immigrants came here because they were oppressed? And then to come to find out who? Eric, your grandparents, I have to throw this out there. They would probably roll their eyes to see these men and women out there 
doing this white supremacy salute, which is very similar to the Nazi symbol. Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous to me. Um, I agree with everything you guys have said. Absolutely. Um, and you, you get smarter. You can think for yourself as you get older. Like, I think we all did the Pledge of Allegiance when we were kids in school. Did we? Yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah, every morning I remember that in elementary school. And you don't know any better. And I guess in a sense, what's the word I've heard? This has been applied when it came to the Colin Kaepernick discussion. Because you don't have to do the national anthem at the beginning of every game or event. And the words uh, forced patriotism uh, were uttered often during that. And again, they don't have to to be done. The, the anthem doesn't have to be done. We can just get the sports. I don't think the anthem will ever go away, but I do think kneeling is coming back as it should um, coming this fall to the NFL. And, and that could be quite um, a fiery moment as they've essentially you know, banned it. Um, and also got to keep in mind the national anthem is controversy, controversial yeah, in itself. Very like, slavey. The guy, the guy who wrote it, it's Francis about Scott Key. slaves. If yeah. you're the slave owner, like, like, do just do your history. Like, don't get me wrong. I love when like Jennifer Hudson, um, Demi Lovato recently did it, and like Christina Aguilera. Sing, those are all women of color. Just throwing that out there. Sing the national anthem. Like, I get it. I like and the rockets red glare. Like. I get it, but like the history behind that song, you have to understand, is about black people being pushed to their brink to work. It's not about freedom. Like if you want, don't if you don't believe me, Google the national anthem. There's about five more verses that yeah. are real, real dark. Look it up. I, I well, and again, you get smarter as you get older. You learn more. You learn things more deeply rather than mm-hmm. just. The Civil War, you know, the good guys won. It's say we we got rid of slavery. Um, you learn things more deeply as you get older. You have personal interests. I I really enjoy American history, specifically, you know, a lot of things in the 19th century and early 20th century. And I guess I'll start there. The way I see the flag, as I am now, um, it's red, white, and blue. They're stars, but I look at the red and white uh, bars. And I look at those as alternating good and bad things. And I'm just using symbolism for symbolism here. Oh, yeah, for sure. It goes red, white, red, white, red, white. And I forget what those stand for. Was that the original 13 colonies? Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, seven, okay. seven are red and six are white. I remember the flag song I learned in kindergarten. And I always <laughs> wonder, like, what would happen if we added, you know, D.C. as a state? 51 stars, this could, and, and never mind. But, yeah, I see, the, I see alternating red and white. And now as an adult... Having learned and read as much as I have, I see alternating good and bad in American history. Unfortunately, when we're kids, we only learn the really good stuff. And then if you're lucky enough, um, when you get older, you learn some of the bad stuff. Uh, You learned why slavery stuck around so long. Um, you learn that the three-fifths compromise, which I believe is in the Constitution, like there is actually slavery written into our founding documents. And I get it. To put to make a union, we had to include that, that horrific thing. And hundreds of years later, it looks really awful. Um, for centuries, 
and it's not nearly discussed for as recently as it happened. We all know about Columbus and 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 the natives here on this continent that he and his the like of his killed with their viruses they brought over here. But if you just go back, I'm a big Teddy Roosevelt fan, and he's the perfect symbol of good and bad. He is probably one of the, like the five best presidents in history. I, I really like him for um, his activism and progressivism for the middle class. Uh, the Gilded Age was like the 1880s and 90s. A lot of pe- a lot of rich white people, like uh, we've all heard these names, uh, like J.P. Morgan, uh, Rockefeller, and, and lots mm. l- like that, made a lot of money off the backs of poor people of all colors. Um, they became, they were called robber barons. And Teddy Roosevelt was, was a trust buster to break up a lot of those things. He, I think, created the FDA because we had very unhealthy food and drug things in, in the early 1900s, and he worked for that. Conversely, he was a massive imperialist and, and colonialist where he believed we always needed to be at war to stay strong. He would pick fights and he wanted to further um, who and what America was, which then was what he viewed himself as, a, a strong white man, and he wanted to push that throughout the globe. And I have a major problem with that. So he is the perfect example of what I see in the flag. There is good and there is bad. And my point with Teddy Roosevelt, sorry, um, up until like just a century ago, people, armies went out looking to kill Native Americans. Like we talk talk about obviously um, inequality and racism towards blacks and, and other people. We've all, we've, Go back recently and you see stories about people hating Arabic people after 9-11, Asians, anything. But we... Oh, can we, you... We don't, when COVID started, everyone was mad at Asians. I'm like, come on, yeah, you guys. We, yeah. We don't talk nearly enough about the savagery we have done to Native Americans just as little as a as a century ago. It's... It's despicable. So that's the way I... And and by the way, you know all the good things about this country. uh, The the freedoms and, you know, liberty and all those things that we have. And and I don't think... This country's high point, like, we we peaked in the 50s and 60s, like the post-war era. Um, And we've got some things to fix. We know what they are. But yeah, this is still probably one of the top few places to live in the world. Floyd, as you said, people are are dying to get here because it's really it's really good here. But we have a lot of things to fix. And that is the long way of me saying that that's what I see in the flag. There is good and there is bad. And I wish we would teach more of that uh, when the time is right in schools. Yeah, I I totally agree. I was I was ready for a slow movie clap. It was good, but no, it and that's and I like that you brought this up because everyone has their own interpretation. And like, and it's funny because like, if you were to ask a historian what Betsy Ross thought when she made the flag, or what the founding fathers thought about the flag, they probably would have the same thing. But like now, it's so crazy. Excuse me, burping. How old is this damn country? About three hundred years old. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be two. two <laughs> it'll be two fifty in. 250? Okay. In five years, six years. Okay. 
Okay, so like the think that how it first off how the flag has changed, period, and how people have used it to use it against or for their agenda. And I don't think that's what. And don't get me wrong, like I believe many of our previous founding fathers, minus like Abraham Lincoln, were very racist or like they were slave owners. Like I wouldn't say yeah. racist, but they were slave owners. But um. I don't. I can't say if they were mean to the to, to my black no, so, family. Like, like, but Tom, like I'm just Tom, saying, like fl- fl- oh, I, I, Thomas I, I, Jefferson, he injected himself in many of them. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And and George Washington, so, while a slave owner, was probably to your point, like not an evil slave owner, but right. that so, that was just life, and it was awful, like, and we still need to correct it. Exactly. So like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, our founding fathers. Oh, I love. William Taft. I don't know when he was president, but I can't think of anyone. <laughs> I can't think of one. Or whatever. You know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. But like, so it's just, it's crazy. Like, we've come so far, yet we've not gotten far enough. Yeah, well said. And somebody <laughs> might, and, and again, everyone, this is why I asked the question, because I think everyone ever will have a different answer. To, to go back, Drew Brees sees his grandfathers. Colin Kaepernick and all the players that rightfully yelled at Drew Brees see oppression, because they're they're black, and that's their perspective. So that's why I wanted to bring this up, and I hope we, we provoked some thought mm-hmm. here with this. Because and, and some people will say, I'm anti-American. And again, this mm-hmm. is all, this is semantics, or how you see it. It's perspective. I'm not anti-American. In fact, I'm pro-American because I want us to overcome these weaknesses that we have that are on full display over the last two weeks. And I'm glad more people are getting involved. But we are, we're, so like, I'll, to elaborate on your report, remember what I said, I went through phases of the flag. When I was younger, I saw my dad. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's a war veteran or a, a soldier in army, whatever he was. But like as I got older, I kind of I see the oppression. I, I see, I feel. I don't see it. I feel it. Okay, like there's a difference in witnessing and actually feeling it in your bones. Like I feel that when I walk down the street, if I were to walk with you three, I would probably get a different look from certain people. Anyway, I digress. I just want people to understand that America. I don't. I don't want to sound like Michelle Obama has always been great. Even in our darkest hours, we have been great. We are a gumbo of cultures, race, um, different things you can experience here. Like, I can go to the Greek festival downtown and feel Greek for a day. I can go to the German... Right, because it's the land of the free. (laughs) Right, I can go to the German-American festival with my black ass and feel like I'm wearing, like, lederhosen and drinking my beer. Like, I can experience these cultures here. Like, let's not take that for granted. And I feel like... With this movement happening, it yes, it's Black Lives Matter, but at the end of the day, it's one of those things like if we if we're oppressing black people still, who's next? You know what I mean? Like yeah. once we once we got myself and my brothers and sisters down on the ground or heaven forbid extinct from this country, who's next? Because hatred just keeps evolving. Like, oh, we got rid of the black people, who's next on our list? Like, that's what I feel this movement means. Like, you got to stop the hatred. It takes more energy to hate someone than to not. Bethany, uh, kind of wrap us up here. Well, I just, you know, the whole, like, all lives matter. We need to take one hurdle at a time. And right now, we need to focus on the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's not 
a movement against or disregarding LGBT or any other minority. Like, it's not about that. It's about this is what we're focusing on right now. And if we can overcome this hurdle, then we can move on to the next hurdle. And it will only help the other hurdles that are still to come. And I just... This is the biggest black eye on our country. Uh, And then right after that, maybe even on par with it, I I can't say, is the Native American stuff. But yes, absolutely. absolutely. Like slavery is, this is, there was no other country on earth that allowed slavery to last as long as it has than this one. That's really bad. And in, in relative time, it hasn't been gone that long. And certainly the treatment of people of the ethos of slavery has, has lasted too darn long. Um, and mm-hmm. as, as many have said, this country was built on the backs of slaves. Absolutely. I didn't buy the reparations th- uh, uh, thing at first, but now I, now I support it. Um, and uh, Floyd, to your point, and I'll wrap us up with this. When you put up, when we, we are this melting pot and with all these people here together, um, we all know, we learn this when we're, we're maybe teenagers or, or, you know, young kids, you often hate or you're afraid of what you don't know or what doesn't look or sound like you. And we got to get past that. Like I said the other day, I was watching, the, uh, I told you, I watched the guy speak, the white guy, the big white guy speak at Bedford and said, and he said, I was a racist or he said, I am a racist. And there was a gasp, and then, you know, he said, I was, because I, I was taught to be, and then I was untaught. So I want to wrap this up with this, if we could. That's right, Bethany, no five-second rule today. Hallelujah. Um, wait, no, I, I, one last thing, but one last serious thing. Um, I didn't want to get too heavy for too long with this, but Floyd, I have enjoyed, and people have said, you know, what next? Oprah's doing a special. What now? What then? Um will something happen that will slow this down? I hope not. Um, I want things, I want, I want there to still be demonstrations. I want to personally, I want to continue to hear stories of people, of black people being called the hard, the N word with the hard R. Um, And I want to hear lots of those stories. And on Monday, we've talked plenty about how you have been, treated uh with homophobia let's let's get to let's get to your skin if we can and if you could share some of those stories because i'm sure you have them and your mom as well and your sister but you specifically if you could share those with us on monday yeah because i i think it's a part of my history absolutely we, we're uh we're getting people to to listen right now and i think those stories are are compelling um, there was a and woman. I'll say, I'll tease you with this. I've been caught it more times in my own community. Put it that way. Can I say? Can I say? Do you? Do I have your permission to say the word to share a story from that Bedford thing the other night? You can't say the word, but I can say it for you. Okay. Um, there. <laughs> there was. A, I don't want you to get in trouble. I, get, I know you I mean appreciate nothing it. behind it, but I I don't want you to get in trouble. There was an old uh, middle-aged white woman. I think she had retired from. Said she retired from the school district, and it was either with the school or the neighborhood, and or or maybe maybe she was alluding to both. But she heard somebody say, I'm "Back." Are you? Oh, you're back. Okay. Yeah, it's the eight o'clock hour. I don't know why it always locks me off. All right, go. <laughs> uh, she had said something about 
She had heard people in the school district of the neighborhood say, yes, you can come move to the area. We got out all the N-words. Oh, Wait, no, huh? no, no, no. What? Yeah, she was working with the school district up there. And so sometime in the last handful of years, maybe maybe 20 years, she was like in her 50s, maybe 60s. And she had heard this conversation or, or was a part of it that like, and, and I don't think she thought like this. She was a, an advocate and she was uh, appalled. So, so she says um, that, yes, you can come here. We got out all the N-words. So I think, look, I'm familiar with this. Go ahead, Bethany. My my response to to these groups of people or anyone that would say that or is still racist or has racist tendencies, like my question would be, what personal experience do you have that forces that opinion? Like what what did someone of that race do to you on a personal level? That that makes you feel that way. I, I I'm, even want, I'm guessing that most of them don't have a personal experience. And were, so my follow up question would be, then why do you feel that way? They were they were taught it uh, in a real lame analogy. I like I root for the teams that I root for because my dad did. I, and I'll one up Bethany's sentiment or or statement and all that feelings and stuff. Here's the thing. It takes so much work to be racist because I'm going to say this once and I'm going to end it. We are everywhere. Okay. <laughs> you cannot get rid of us. But honestly, we are. We are everywhere. We're, like, honestly, we're everywhere. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine being racist and wanting to go to the mall? Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. being racist and wanting to go to the park? Can you imagine being racist and wanting to walk around your neighborhood? We are fucking everywhere. Like you have to like, keep you have to keep this mentality of hatred up. And we are everywhere and we're not going anywhere. Get so over it. Look at us. Sorry, I just got mad. We're I just got so mad. <laughs> you you and I you and I don't hate anybody but the hateful people. And there's not a lot of them. And so you're right. Like and we're still cranky and we don't really hate anybody. Right. Like, what? can you imagine waking up and be like, oh, I can't wait to start this day. And you go get your mail delivered. And guess what? It's a black woman. Hold like, on. We're everywhere. We got jobs. I got to, um, I've got to wrap us up because I have to get my winner now. <laughs> it's 8.05. What? Yes. Hey, oh, wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. We're going to do this. We'll do this. Uh, I'll, I'll do this with you guys. Hi, Q105. Good morning. Hi, who's this? Hi, Jessica. You're our first caller. Congratulations. Yay, Jessica. <laughs> Go, uh, Jessica. Floyd and Bethany uh, doing the podcast say congratulations. What is your, what's your last name? Miller. Oh, I need you to spell last name perfect. Ooh, we're going to steal her identity, Bethany. <laughs> Daytime phone number or cell? Uh, 419 mm. And your date of birth, Jessica? She got Booth Mobile. Oh, she's young. <laughs> All right, yes, Jessica, congratulations. Um, you can only qualify once, so you're in, and we'll let you know if you're the winner of the gift card for Appliance Center. It's not any kind of uh, event that you'll have to attend for the obvious reasons. So congratulations, good luck, and have a good weekend. Thank you. Thanks, Jessica. Bye-bye.
bleep Jessica out because we got all her information. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 <laughs> I was like, why hear everything? I'll edit all that up. I, and I, I'm like looking at the phones; they're all lighting up. I'm like, what's? The, oh, it's eight oh five. Um, yes, it takes a lot of energy to hate people. And uh, last thing, Bethany. Yes. Update us on your pregnancy. Uh, <laughs> things are good. Actually, la- <laughs> they're just normal. Um, actually, last Saturday I had a health scare because um, when I was growing up, I had a lot of episodes of SVT, which is supraventricular tachycardia, meaning that my heart rate will escalate over 200, 210. And I have a... a short time span to get it under control or it's a serious problem. So um, that happened last Saturday morning. Um, so that was scary. Um, I did get it under control, but uh, other than that, it's been okay. Good. Um, do you, did you settle on a girl name yet? Uh, not officially. Um, there is one that is the top runner, but can you tell, pulled the trigger. Can you tell us what it is? No. Aaron, this is a, a sacred moment for a mother and her father. Um, all right, whatever. To be. Uh, <laughs> Bethany, I'm just giving you the opportunity. We did a lot of titty talk with Alex yesterday. She was Oh my god. Really? Yeah, she I'm glad to listen to the podcast. I haven't yeah. listened to it yet. So if there's anything you want to share about yours, you know, the the floor is yours. Yeah, no, they're down, just by the way. What's that? So, I'll tell you, Bethany, that hers are going down. Alex's are going down. Why? She lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. Th- some people, like, that's the first place they'll lose weight. It's really interesting. Um, no, mine are uh, the, the same, still the store. And uh, I, I, I'm not sure when exactly they start producing milk. I should probably figure that out. You would think I would know that, but I don't. So, so uh, I love titty talk. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it happens, I just I just lay back on my couch. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been very grateful that like I haven't had to buy new bras or anything like that. Like it's not like like some people are like, oh my gosh, they'll get so gorged out, and you'll have to like get bigger bras and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, not yet. I can't imagine wearing a bra being pregnant because, like, they don't like they get really sensitive. From what I remember from my sister, like, yeah, it's not fun. I mean, wearing yeah. a bra is not fun on a regular basis, but especially not right now. It's not Mm-mm. comfortable. It's not fun. It just sucks. But. The irony of titty talk is it's not even the titty talk that I like. Maybe one day we'll be able to do that. No, I was thinking guys. Well, so I weird. just, I'm like, imagine like. If your parts were super sore and you had to wear a jock, jock strap all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like, it would not be fun. Yeah. Uh, Floyd, weekend plans? Um, I thought I had to work today and I just checked my schedule and I'm off. Ew. I legit just laid my clothes out. That's what I was walking around. I don't know if you guys heard stuff in the background. But yeah, I'm off today. So um, we return with our show tomorrow at George's. So Good. we are having a we're having a parking lot tailgate party, and it's really cool that we stole the idea from a Florida bar. So we're gonna have the cars park in certain spots in the parking lot, and the spotlights will be the light of their cars. 
I right. like it. What a great idea. What a great idea. So that's a, so we're going to do, I believe, two shows outside, and we may do one on the patio for those who don't want to venture outside. But um, I know that the – I was about to say the cast. The um, workers from Manhattans are going to come down for the second show and hang out with us. So it's just going to be like just like a mini little – I won't say block party because we're not blocking anything off. But like, I know Westies is going to come over Manhattan. It's like a little Adam Street reunion of some sorts, family reunion. So we're going to do it that way. Floyd, you have just planted a thought in my mind that I've never considered before. What? Bethany, I'm going to ask you about your weekend in one second. So uh, (laughs) when Alex was on a couple of weeks ago, we were talking toilet paper. And Mm -hmm. Floyd, you said you use four sheets. And Alex and I both thought the same thing. Like, I think we thought like four perforated sheets. And, and we were like, there's no way one per- somebody can wipe their butt with four sheets. And I think now every time I wipe my ass, I think about that. Because what you meant was like four pulls, right? Yeah. Okay. So Who wipes other- your ass with four sheets? That's like wiping your ass <laughs> with a napkin. I Yeah. <laughs> so I've always thought as block parties as like street or city blocks. I never considered the fact that it was like you just said, just something blocked off. Like yeah, we're not blocking anything off. It's a legit parking lot party. So yeah. So yeah, is, I get it. Yeah. Is a block party talking about the streets being blocked off or that it's yeah. on a street block? No, a block party means blocked off cuz like it's blocked off for <laughs> the party. Look at that. Oh, I did. I told, I'm with Eric. Uh, I thought it was like the block that you're like, you know, the block that you're on yeah. participates. Look, wow. Well, that's the case in zombie crawl, the block party. Or is a crawl a whole street? Well, zombies started. Semantic. Uh, b- bar, bar crawl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bethany, weekend plans? Uh, weekend plans. I don't have many. I'm hoping the weather's going to be nice. Our pool is finally ready. Um... Get in it today. It's going to be like 89. Today will, oh, today, yeah. today will be hot. Um, I'm looking at the wrong... Um, today, if you can make it through today, you'll be fine. Tom- because tomorrow it's going to be uh, sunny in 83. And then a mix of sun and clouds. And 75 on Sunday. So, Oh, that's my type of weather, 75. I like tomorrow. I'm, sunny I can, and 83. I can- yeah, I can take the heat as long as I can be in the poo. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a good weekend. We'll all, we'll all talk, or in Bethany's case, we will we will joust later on. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.